0: Good afternoon, Brandon Lewis and Rich Nass here of the Embedded Insiders. Uh, welcome to Monday. Um, this is my second time leading the discussion. Uh, last time when we were talking to Stan Schneider of RTI, I somehow uh, disappointed both Rich and Stan within the first five seconds. So I'm going to see if I can avoid that this time. <laughs>
1: see if you um, learn from your mistake,
0: <laughs> Right. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that we want to talk about today is uh, IT-OT convergence, again, in the IoT, um, and what some of the big guns on the back end, uh, back end being the cloud, are doing to push into uh, the OT connectivity sphere. And to discuss that, we brought on Bill Padrowski, who is the VP of Business Development at Ela. How are you doing, Bill?
1: I'm doing great. Nice to be there, here with you guys.
0: Sure. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so there was a significant announcement uh, that came out of your company the other day uh, in regards to AWS Greengrass. So ala Networks is obviously separate separate from Amazon and AWS. Um, but what AWS Greengrass does is it really looks to push uh, some connectivity and control closer to the edge. Can you elaborate on that a little bit for me, Bill?
1: Yeah, sure. So you know, Greengrass, from our perspective, you know, they're basically taking a lot of the functions that they have today as part of their infrastructure as a service, services that Ayla consumes and putting it in a software container and uh, then dropping that into a device or gateway. And it will most likely, because of the size of the footprint, uh, be put into gateways uh, that really focus more industrial manufacturing so that some of the uh, computing can be done on the edge and AWS and their partners like ala can can monetize that um but that's that's the thinking from at least how we understand greengrass that it's going to you know push some of the compute out to the edge uh while still leveraging what can be pushed to the cloud and there's a variety of reasons for that um both uh you know operational cost savings as as well as performance uh areas like that but that sounds. From an Amazon perspective, it sounds counterintuitive. Why would they want to push the um, anything down to the edge? Because they make their money when people come up to the cloud. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a really interesting question. Um, and you know, Amazon, as we all know, is looking to areas to continue to monetize. So what they see in the at least how we understand it, what they see in the edge is that it really hasn't been to date uh... necessarily manage that well you know you can point to companies like cisco and others that have their fog offerings and i think where amazon is is feeling that they can play is helping uh... extend those capabilities to the edge and monetize that and really push out what amazon has to the edge so they they think there's an opportunity for them to monetize this uh... you know through their ecosystem of partners and we should assume that you agree with that right (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, we do agree with that. I, it it remains to be seen. I mean, obviously, we are um, a very close AWS partner, you know, um, but there is uh, certainly anticipation. I mean, one of the reasons why they're partnering with companies like Ala is because we have capabilities that can add value to what Greengrass is doing. Uh, on the edge, and specifically for us, it's, you know, capabilities around provisioning, discovery, uh, device management, and areas like that. So, yeah, certainly uh, it it is a vehicle uh, for, you know, their partners like Ayla to monetize it as well.
0: So, Bill, is Greengrass actually just going to be uh, deploying a reduced amount of functionality that you would get out of AWS IoT on the gateway? So, you're not going to be doing, you know, getting all of the security maybe or all of the um, device management functionality that you would get out of AWS IoT as the cloud platform, but a reduced uh, set of that so that you can do a lot of the intelligence at the edge without having to send things back to the cloud.
1: Yeah, and they're thinking that, uh, exactly, uh, they they can uh, put enough of the AWS functionality on the edge so that the computing resources can, can be done, done there. And, again, uh, there will be a certain, let's say, percentage that will be done on the edge that are important to that specific customer and meets their needs, uh, you know, privacy, security, and things like that, and then, you know, pushing the rest to, to the edge. And you can imagine that. Depending upon the application, uh, you can be you know mi- mining some uh, analytics uh, locally on the edge, uh, and then what, what needs to be done in the cloud, you, you push uh, there as well. But it it is and they define it as a container, so it, it is let's say a more compressed version of what of what they have to uh, you know again unlock what they feel is an area that has yet to be you know properly um, uh, provisioned.
0: Great. And Why to Rich's point earlier, <laughs> you take that one first, Bill, I guess. Why is it called green grass? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well because the grass is always greener i guess they <laughs> maybe they think that uh uh the their competitors ha- haven't necessarily uh, uh de- dealt with it as it should be i that's that's a great question but uh you know that's that's my view <laughs> okay. i
0: was i was thinking earlier it may be as opposed to brownfield um but you know that's just speculation yeah, right. Uh, couple, couple closing up questions here for you, Bill, and then we'll let you go. Uh the first is, uh, in terms of monetization, Rich touched on this a little bit earlier. So are are they gonna be licensing uh is, is a user gonna be licensing copies of greengrass across their deployment?
1: So that's a that's a great question and something we don't know yet. Uh, mm-hmm. now, you know, AWS's typical model is all transaction based as you know. So, you know, our our Thinking is that they'll try to use their same model uh, on, on the edge, uh, but that that's uncertain because it really depends on where they feel uh, the you know the, the value is there to to be to be monetized and what the expectation is. Um, but my view would be they'll try to use a similar transaction-based model if they they can use it uh, on the edge because it just fits with their overall strategy. So that's a lot of eggs to put in that basket with that much
0: uncertainty. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, I I wouldn't say from from our perspective, you know, this is all early guys, so uh there's a lot of learning that we're going to be doing, and the way Ayla looks at it is that you know this is an area that is it's a massive um addressable market uh the industrial manufacturing and you know we we feel that uh this is an area we you know we need to play in and and we're we're going to learn and discover and uh you know ultimately be uh a, a leader there as well so you know I think um there there's still unknowns but uh, I I think if you want to kind of uh you know lead lead in areas uh you you have to uh, get in early so we feel getting in early is positive for for the business
0: Great, one last question for you, Bill. Um, and I don't want to pigeonhole you at all uh, in this regard, but we've we've you've mentioned industrial specifically twice and, and typically, when I think of ELA, I think of you doing a lot of connectivity um, and device management in the commercial or consumer space. Um, have you done any updates to your technology to address the broad base industrial you know automation manufacturing market or are you' this early days like you said, and you're just uh seeing where things will take you?
1: Yeah, so it is the early days, but uh, you know, we did from the beginning when you know the com- company was even started in the kitchen of our founders. Uh, we always viewed the platform as horizontal, and that uh, you know we came out of the gate and focused on where we felt the business was, which cons- which was consumer like commercial, but that we positioned ourselves uh, to move into adjacent markets because effectively we are radio protocol agnostic, data uh, type agnostic. So. You know, manufacturing industrial would be a natural extension for us. Greengrass is one way for us to do that, but you know, we are in other markets, Japan, uh, Taiwan, and and even Europe, where you know there is uh, some demand we're seeing there. And as you know, we've uh, carved out a leadership position in HVAC, and and that Mm -hmm. naturally has uh, a commercial uh, component as well. So you know, that is uh, for us kind of a natural extension. At the timing, we feel uh, we can we can make that uh, transition or, the, or or that
0: effort fair enough well um, exciting times ahead uh, I want to thank Bill Padrowski who's the VP of Business Development at Ela, and always thank you to Rich for joining in and giving your unique perspective on things my pleasure um, <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> so that was Bill Padrowski. I'm Brandon Lewis and Rich Nass my partner in crime uh, let's see if the grass is greener on the other side of this thanks guys
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye.